from college. You guys can't see it, but everyone's laughing right now. Um, I'll be your host this week. Um, I'll wait for the laughter to subside before I continue. <laughs> um, so <laughs> one thing that we heard from everyone after we uploaded our first two episodes is that people want to know more about us as individuals um, and they want to be able to kind of distinguish between us better. So to do that, we came up with a bunch of questions that we'll all be answering this week to gain a more intimate uh, look into all of our personalities. Um, and before I do that, uh, here's a quick disclaimer. We've all known each other for years now, and we understand each other's boundaries when it comes to joking around. Humor is highly subjective, so please consult with your audience before making similar jokes or roasts. Oh, another thing. Um, <laughs> it would be great if you guys could send in <laughs> voice messages to the to the podcast um, through Spotify. I think that's the only platform you can do that on. But there's a feature on Spotify that allows you to send in voice messages, um, and then we can read them out or even play them on the next episode and answer any questions or comments you have. Um, we thought that might be fun to do. So try that on Spotify if that's what you're using to listen to this. Okay, so now we can start with the questions. The first one is, how did you meet the friends from college and what is your objective with this podcast? So uh, we'll start with Chad. What's up guys? <clears throat> um, so how do we meet the friends? Okay, uh, well, most of these guys are from my floor. I'm sure they'll say the same thing. Um, except for Jack, who was you know, brought in by Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my reason for doing the podcast is like, I don't know, stay in touch with everyone. I feel like it's pretty easy to like fall out of it, you know, already happens, um, especially after college. So yeah, this is like a uh, forced obligation or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, are, we, are we popcorn in it? I'll give it to uh, Alina. All right. Hello, Alina here. Yes, I basically met everyone just because I lived a couple feet away from them. Um, I remember like the first day orienta uh, during orientation, um, Mihika and Marcy just wandered into my dorm room and just started talking and we just talked for like three hours and it was so great. So I guess that was the first real like friends I made at college and here we are, what, five years later? Pretty crazy. And yeah, I just stay, it's pretty similar to Chad. It's nice to have like a mandatory reason to, maybe not mandatory, but you know, an obligation to talk to your friends every couple weeks and stay in the know about each other's lives, especially when things are very hectic and different for everyone else, so. Joe? Wow, put me on blast one. <laughs> oh. Just trying to go Nordic. <laughs> Let's just go in order. Okay, anyway, so yeah, surprise, surprise, I met pretty much everyone here from living with them for basically an entire year, freshman year, um, on the same floor in a dorm. Very crowded, but very fun. Um, <laughs> my objective with this podcast, well, it's like obviously to become famous enough where I'm the standout star and then I'll ditch you all forever and move and make much money with my new fame. But no, actuality, it's not to ride your coattails all the way to the top while I continuously fall upwards. It is really just kind of what Chad and Alina said, where I just want to catch up with you guys every couple of weeks, make sure we all stay in touch because you're very important to me. If y'all don't stop copying and pasting answers, we're going to delete this question. Okay, not a threat. Taylor. Oh, Marcy, right. <laughs> you better have something good. Oh, I do. I thought about it. Taylor. Uh, copy, command, C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Rocky, take it away. <laughs> oh my god. That's your answer, Marcy, since it's so well thought out. Rachi's next in line. Okay. Um, yeah, from my floor freshman year, um, Joe was my immediate neighbor, so we had that intimate oh. wall sharing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poor you. You've heard his voice. It's a, it travels. Um, uh, that's fake, but okay. <laughs> me, you guys, um, also on the floor, but more specifically, like, in some, there was somebody, like, throwing a little dorm room party, and, like, this very bro-y white dude was doing something we both thought was cringy, and we, like, made eye contact from across the room, and then she came up to me and was like, you seem like should be friends. <laughs> Marcy, I, the first time I met you was you were in a loud heated debate with Mihika about the like appropriateness of sitting on toilets if there's no toilet seats left and you're like you're from Boston everything's cleaner there <laughs> it's true anyway, those are the ones that stand out why do we do this pod? I like to think we would still stay in touch even if we didn't do the pod um but I don't know I guess I'll save that for number six I'm <laughs> 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 For those of you who didn't get the reference, we have a list of questions. Um, okay, Alina went, so now it's my turn. I'd just like to say that I'm a very creative person and I really like the idea of producing something and, and putting it out for the world to see. I do this with my music or with music videos that I make. Um, I also love every single one of these personalities so much that it like it's bringing me a surprising amount of like emotional joy to listen to their voices when I'm in the editing process. When I edit this every few nights, or like I go through all the conversations and there's there's like such a warmth that brings me to just... Are you kidding me, Chad? <laughs> oh was my Chad. God. Was that planned? That was Chad. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I guess the warmth isn't reciprocated. Um, but I, I love these people and my objective is to really just like share the sheer humor and joy I get from everything everyone says because I laugh so hard even if I listen to this things like three or four times I always laugh at something new every single time so I just want to share the the warmth. Mihika? Um, yeah I mean you already know the origin story but I have some fun stories for specific people so you know, the me and Sachi one and the me and Alina one, but I think a special shout out, I have two, one for Taylor and one for Marcy. Um, for Marcy, no, well, no, she, no. I lived with her for two years. We had like a random roommate assignment. Um, and like, yeah, the very first time I walked into my room freshman year, she was sleeping and then my parents were with me. And so we had to be like really quiet, like moving my stuff in because she was like passed out asleep at like 2 p.m. Um, and actually the next time we came into with my parents, she was asleep again. My parents were like, does all this girl do sleep? No, I don't even know. And I, yeah, I was like, I don't know. Like she told me she sleepwalks before we moved in. I'm like a little worried. She's a weirdo. But here we are five years later. Suspicions still unconfirmed. Um, and then for Taylor... Um, I just remember being in someone's, like, someone random's room on our floor, um, and Taylor was just enjoying a quiet moment of solitude to himself, crouched in a ball in the corner, <laughs> in the corner. Um, <laughs> just rocking back and forth, and I'm not going to go into it any further, but I just remember <clears throat> bending down and saying, are you okay, and him being like, I'm good. I'm good. Amazing. <laughs> and that was the start of a beautiful <laughs> friendship. <laughs> Best solitude I've ever had. <laughs> Jack, Great answer. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm the only person here who didn't live on your guys' floor. Um, and I met everybody through Marcy, like I guess freshman year slash sophomore year of college. And I kind of met everyone here gradually over the course of multiple years so each person kind of had their own like intro intro scene but um but yeah I mean same similar reason as to why I want to do the podcast it's it's just nice to keep up with people it forces me to do it and I don't get to socialize with anyone because of COVID so this is like a nice a nice way to do it um okay we can move on to the next question now 
which is besides working and sleeping, what are you doing most of the time? What are you up to? Three exclamation points. What's going on with your career or life trajectory? And what's happening with you? Maybe with a short bio that's updated. <laughs> that's me reading the question word for word, but I think you guys kind of get the point of this one. It's like, just give a short, a short summary of what you're up to nowadays. Um, we can start with Chad again. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm working from home, uh, which kind of blows, but we'll figure it out. Um, what else? Uh, so career trajectory. Uh, I guess this is kind of um, one of my goals for like 2021 is I wanted to own my first property, like a rental property. So that's something I'm working on. Um, uh, what else? What have I been doing? I play a lot of a lot of poker because um, there's nothing to do um, a lot of the time in quarantine. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll get into that in other questions. We're straight, maybe. We'll figure it out. Joe's turn. Um, so I sometimes work from home, sometimes go into the office. Just kind of depends on how I'm feeling, what's going on. There's really good food at my work, and that's a good amount of the reason I go in. Also, it would be I think I'd be depressed if I didn't leave my apartment because I wouldn't otherwise. Um, career or life trajectory? Wow, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I think I want to do management at my company, at least in like the immediate future, but um, that may change. I, I've really said that if I ever move again, I really want to go to Austin. So, um, but um, yeah, I don't know. What am I doing outside of work? I just got back from skiing in the middle of nowhere, which was pretty fun. Um, I don't know. I have dinner parties with my friends sometimes where we dress up. We had like a murder mystery one. We had, we played like a murder mystery game. We had like a 50s one where we just all dressed like 1950s and we're And just, then beat women? Well, not, we couldn't do it physically even as a goof, but we were definitely a little verbally sexist as part of the joke. So, you know, it was a good time. Not really. I felt get, weird. Get ready to get canceled, Joe. Anyway, uh, Joe well. is canceled. I mean, like honestly, I've made it this long without being canceled. It was bound to happen at some point. Taylor. Taylor. Uh, Joe, you would love Austin. Just yeah. Uh, besides working and sleeping, I I've kind of been just been wasting my days. Honestly, to be honest, I've been sleeping a lot. Good. Um. But I, I just applied to grad school this past fall. And Good so luck. After that, just uh, kind of just burnt out from doing anything. So I was just kind of going through the motions and stuff. But, but yeah, that's kind of the trajectory I want to go in. So we'll see. Find out in March. But if that doesn't pan out, then I'll figure something else out. Is it a social science grad school? Oh, no. I'm going to find a film, film grad school. Whoa. Taylor, I'm so that's excited so for you. Cool. Um, anyone that doesn't know, Taylor's like very gifted in, in visual arts. So I think we're all proud of this moment. Lillian is next. All right. Um, I currently am going to medical school in New York. And so that is taking up a good, I don't know, 90% of my time. Um, but I like to do other things. Like I've been trying to learn how to cook better. I just made some soup for my roommate. That's like a special Malaysian soup, and it turned out pretty good. So I'm proud of that one. Um, career trajectory, I really want to go into um, pediatrics for sure. And I'm also really interested in public health and um, cancer. So cancer kids, that's going to be a fun. Maybe that's why my friends voted me most likely to be sad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm looking forward to my future, even if they aren't looking forward to it for me. Um, yeah, that's what I've been up to. All right, Marcy. I have been doing a lot of art stuff. Um, I work nine to five um, for a consulting company in tech. And so outside of that, I'm doing extremely like creative things to, to cancel that out. And I <laughs> am um, working on some songs actually that I just filmed some music video bits for that I'm gonna upload to YouTube soon. And um, I like to kind of just 
watch mindless television every single night before I go to bed because it helps me calm down. And Which I shows? Um, I really loved The Undoing. If anyone has seen that yet on HBO. Yes. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's, that's the most recent one. And of course, um, trashy rom-coms. And Life Trajectory is just kind of to be more involved in the um, art side of the business world. So maybe working a business role at a music company, something like that. That's me. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, right now I'm in um, Connecticut in grad school, um, starting my career, trying to start my career uh, as a researcher in prehistoric archaeology. So I'm kind of trying to take uh, the academia route. Um, and I have a little part-time job with an archaeology company nearby as well. Um, and outside of work, I've basically just been like walking a lot, taking hikes, um, taking really, really long showers. Um, that's kind of been my, <laughs> my sanctuary. <laughs> um, even though it's bad for the environment, still got to do it. Got to get clean. All right. <laughs> Next question. Um, what is your worst trait and has it come out in quarantine? So, Chad, start us off, please. Okay. All right. Good <laughs> way. Um, uh, we'll call it an addictive personality. <laughs> um, Hence the poker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's come out. Um, luckily, I'm like good at it. So, it's not like. <laughs> um, that's ideal. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty, you know, a lot of other people also have nothing to do. So a lot of people doing it. Um, I'll just pass it, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> um, mine is definitely that I'm gross, but not just like, <laughs> not just like, not just like, like messy gross. Like my personality is just like fairly gross. So it's just like when I have like limited contact with people, it's just, more gross in short spurts like the gross density is more and it's just and it's just a bad time for everyone involved um i mean it's just like the amount of times i've said like poop on me daddy to my friends just like more than is reasonable just like one example off the top of my head oh man okay <laughs> i love that answer you made me choke on say, my food i was about to say um i love your personality and then you said that and now I there you go there you go it. you get it you get it wow all right taylor see if you can top that <laughs> sorry my internet cut out and i had to move so i don't even know what i'm topping but okay what is your what is your what is your worst I don't think trait? I know. <laughs> um probably i love sleep too much which is not the worst worst trait to have but I think a lot of my joy throughout my day comes in that like first alarm snooze and just that satisfaction of closing my eyes again. It's very real for me. Call it worst, call it best, whatever you say it is. But yeah, that's definitely a trait of mine. Nice. Okay, uh, Sachi. Um, this sounds like such an interview answer, but um, <laughs> my perfectionism has been a, a definitely inhibited me from doing some projects and stuff that I think a lot of people are getting into. Well, can you repeat that? What was that? Perfectionism. <laughs> okay. Alina? My worst trait is that I lose literally everything. I <laughs> am so forgetful. I like go through hydro flasks like they're candy. <laughs> I lost, I left one at the airport on my way back here and I'm still sad about it because everyone knows how much I love, like I give so much personality to my water bottles and then I just lose them. Like, <laughs> they mean nothing to me. I hope I never procreate. I'm also like such a great doctor, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I like haven't watered my plants in weeks and look, you guys can't see, but it's incredibly dead. So, oh, I got her a plant I'm for just, her birthday. That I'm, one's still alive, Mihika. That one's still alive. Thank I'm just that. not over the one. I hope I don't procreate. <laughs> <laughs> I hope for, th for the child's sake. That should be on a t-shirt. Can we all get t-shirts made that say I hope I, I, hope don't, I procreate. don't procreate? I hope, I don't. I hope none of us procreate. Um, all right, Marcy. Um, my worst trait is that my head is always in like 
fantasy land. I'm always really, I have like high expectations and very vivid visualizations of how I think certain aspects of my life should be and whether that's an expectation of what my friend's going to get me for Christmas or an expectation of where, how I should act and look. And, and sometimes it eats me up. I'm very like mindful of what other people think and, and what um, my projection of reality should be. And that trips me up. I think this is turning into a therapy session. Okay, next person. <laughs> All right, Mexico. Um, so my worst trait is I have yet to really implement the 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 word or the term balance into my life i go through very extreme like like phases of like productivity and lethargy um and as you can imagine quarantine has been incredibly um debilitating for both of those things just because it seems like everything's okay when i'm doing nothing um but then it also seems like everything's okay when I'm being productive. So there's no reason for me to break out of my like cycle. Um, but I also think that because I've been like this for so long, I've like kind of mastered it, but I know that it's bad for me in the long run. So definitely my worst traits definitely come out during quarantine. Um, I'll keep you posted on any improvements. <laughs> um, okay, and mine, my worst trait is uh, procrastination for sure. Um, like just pushing things off until the very last possible moment. I think I partially got that from my dad who always says that if he has like a task or something that he has to do that he really doesn't wanna do, he says he'll save it till the last second because if he died between, you know, when <laughs> if he died before that thing was due, he doesn't wanna have died wasting his time doing that task. So most recently that was like me writing like 85 pages in like a few days for, <laughs> for grad school. Hope none of my professors are listening to this, but I did okay. So that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. I, yeah, I got no sleep. I got like an hour of sleep per day. Um, Good. Yeah, great for me. Um, okay, we can, we can go on to the next one, which is what's something that you would brag about if it were socially acceptable to brag about? Um, and we can start off with Alina. All right. Um, I'm embarrassed by my answer now. So you know how you know how people like make fun of people who like to smell their own farts. <laughs> Where is this going? Where is this going? Yeah. Wait, you, no, you I like smell. I'm so proud of my farts. Like I made that. You know. <laughs> I, I love that you just said that because I could not agree with you more. Oh, Thank you, Joe. Dang, dang. I mean, that's like why I said before, like, you got to sometimes send pictures of your poop. You're just like, I made that. You're proud yeah, of it. Like, you know, sometimes I, I like definitely get disappointed when I fart and it like doesn't smell. <laughs> doesn't perform does. well. Ooh, flavor we got today. <laughs> what flavor we got today? Flavor. Flavor. <laughs> All right. unique, Let's... like a snowflake. Oh, you know? my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Anyways, I'm not sure that's bragging, but... I'm yeah. not sure either, but that's an acceptable <laughs> answer. Um, Marcy? Uh, it's hard to top that. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, it's kind of straightforward. It's like, I think I'm really good at creating um, certain group energies. For instance, when we're partying and, and trying to have a good time together, sometimes I'll make myself the butt of the joke uh, to make sure that everyone like can have a laugh and have a good time. <laughs> Nothing with the farting or, or bodily uh, superpowers, but I, I like to think <laughs> that I can bring people together and make them feel okay and have deep conversations or light ones at the appropriate time, reading the room, that type of stuff. Isn't that already socially acceptable though? To brag, well, to brag about, about that? Oh, to brag about true, anything true, true, is not socially true, true. acceptable. True. True. Okay, Mahika, go ahead. I would just, I, I know like a lot, a lot, a lot about um, different topics that I've dived headfirst into over the years. So currently, like if you were to literally ask me, maybe not anything, but maybe like 90% of the questions about the past 20 years of Korean pop music, like I would know the answer. 
would not know the answer to any of those questions, literally not a single one, like 13 months ago. So yeah, no, it's kind of, I mean, I just have like a bunch of random subjects like that, that I get really into. Uh, it's usually music, honestly. So like, then there's also like the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm, I don't know. I guess I'm just a nerd, but, um, or, or a geek. Apparently those are different, but, um, but yeah, I just, um, I wish that my parents like have had a really great reaction to finding a, finding out about my BTS obsession. I wish everyone was like that. They were like, we're just so glad that you have something that makes you happy. Nice. Okay. Um, and for mine, I think it's that I can do some only with a few people, but I can do some impressions of certain people in my life um, or people that I've heard. Maybe and like Obama. <laughs> Obama. I can kind of do Obama, but um, do it. Do I have to do, do it? There you go. You have uh, to. Maybe I shouldn't have said that as my brag. Um, <laughs> <all right. clears throat> Here's the thing: the American people deserve to know. <laughs> Malia, Malia tells me. <laughs> That's my. It's never as good when it's when it's like, oh, do it on the spot. It's it's better when it it's comes okay, organically. Jack, it was but... good. It was, right. a great, it was a great impression. Thanks. I'm going to send this to Obama and see what he thinks. And we'll tell you what he responds in the next podcast. Um, I feel like you could be our tool. We could use this to infiltrate the government somehow. It's a great podcast. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, next one is qualities you look for in a partner that not a lot of other people do. Like, what qualities do you look for in a partner that most other people wouldn't care about or wouldn't look for? Um, okay, we can start with Joe. Okay, so sort of related to a previous answer of mine, gotta be like a little bit gross, but like funny gross. Um, it's probably off-putting for most people, if I'm being honest, but that's besides the point. Also, like, you can't let me get away with too much. Like a lot of times I just say shit cause I want to see how people react. And like, you got to shut me down at some point cause it's too much even for myself sometimes. Um, so I guess humor is sort of the underlying thing there. Also don't be boring and you can't be too normie. Okay, we'll accept all of those answers except for don't be boring because nobody wants a boring partner, Joe. <laughs> All right. I'm striking what? that one from the record, but every other answer was wonderful. I, I guess this week you do have the authority to do so. So. Yep. All right. Uh, Taylor. Yeah, I'm really looking for someone who's boring. I actually don't know why I agreed to answer this one, but uh, I will say... It's more indicative of me being messed up, but I want someone who I could laugh at and not with, which is like kind of really messed up. But I find myself really enjoying the presence of people that I could laugh at and be like, wow, she really makes me laugh at her. Um, and hopefully they're okay with that. So I don't think a lot of people look for that. Well, I hope they don't. Be the world the worst place, but yeah. I'm actually crying. That's, that's great. Um, Jesus. No, that was that was really good. That's a yeah. unique one. Um, all right, Alina, go ahead. I'm kind of mad because Taylor stole my very what I thought was unique answer. What? Interesting. What's wrong with you guys? Like, yeah, like I want someone that very much like does not take themselves seriously at all. That is like acts like an absolute idiot or something like that. Just because maybe not like absolute idiot, but you know, just like is not afraid to like come off as dumb or like you Racist. know just like walking around thinking they're like the coolest person ever or just like I don't know if like someone that was really like hot and like sexy came up to me and was like hey like wanna hook up or something I'd be like so intimidated and self-conscious and uncomfortable like that just sounds like the worst thing ever to me I want someone who's like you know down to earth and you know isn't doesn't take themselves seriously. It's just like, you know, you guys get what I mean. Oh, that was good. That was like a more normal version of Taylor's answer. I guess yes. so. Um, yes. All right. <laughs> um, Mahika, go ahead. 
Um, <laughs> this is oddly specific, but it's because um, I feel like I have to deal with it a lot within like people from my racial and ethnic background. Like, I just really need somebody who is not, um, doesn't have like internalized isms. Uh, that it's just like, I can't do it. Like, I feel like I've had to deal with it from myself and like my friends all my life. And like, I just can't have my partner be like another person that I need to like either be a therapist for or like, like send to therapy for that issue while I feel like I've already like conquered it. Um, and then also like more generally, like I really can't compromise on the socially aware thing, which is uh, proving difficult difficult because like most men are just not. Really <laughs> yeah. She went there. I'm gonna be honest, yeah, so. Cheers, I'll drink to that, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not as definitely not as light as the other ones, but I was no, I loved about, it. Like, no, I don't want to answer the question anymore. But, <laughs> I, loved <yeah>. <laughs> I loved every second of it. That was good. Um, okay, mine is less good, but it's just that I prefer someone who has, like, on the same vein as humor, someone who has a different sense of humor than me. I know a lot of people prefer someone who shares their sense of humor, but I kind of like when someone has like the different end of the spectrum of humor. Um, like, so for example, if I really like, like kind of surreal, weird, out there humor, it's, it's, it's nice to be with someone who has like very kind of like situational or like kind of, you know, sarcastic sense of humor and they kind of counterbalance each other. And just like more things are funny to you as a couple because you're, you have like a broader horizon of stuff you find funny. So that would be mine. You're saying you want um, someone who wears shirts that are like, I only speak sarcasm. No, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, you know, I changed my answer because <laughs> if that's how it came off, then, um, yeah. The next question is, are you an optimist, pessimist, or racist, or any other-ist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading these, by the way. I didn't write these. <laughs> um, Chad? You can start this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think this might be a hot take. I, I'm not saying racist, guys. <laughs> I think this might be <laughs> then don't um, say I think this might be a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather be like a happy cow or like a person? Um, I think I'm like, I would 100% want to be the happy cow. What um, are you talking about? <laughs> what? I've heard it. I'll explain for our absolute <laughs> um, Like, would you rather be like a human who like knows things and like understands things or would you rather be a cow? Literally, ignorance. just like oh. grass. Oh, but Sachi said, oh. ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah ignorance. Yeah. I would be down to be a cow. Um, I don't know if that makes me not. I think it makes me an optimist. It could be a pessimist. I don't know. Take that as 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 it goes. Huh. That was interesting. And and he didn't answer racist, so we're all relieved. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Joe, go ahead. He, he only hang out with the white cats though. <laughs> Um, all right, to after Taylor just destroyed him like that, we're going to answer this question. Um, so, like Chad, I'm also not going to say racist, um, but I think I will say it's kind of not like an is, but it's the same vein, I think. Like, I'd say both skeptic and cynic. I, and then sometimes I'm like, damn, I'm just being cynical for no reason. So I'm just like, I got to stop being an asshole. Um, but yeah, that's really all I wanted to say about that. But I'm definitely right. very skeptical and very cynical sometimes. All right. Um, now we can go on to Taylor. Uh, yeah, I would be more with Joe on this. More like realist, if that's an is. Mm, yeah, that definitely is. Yeah. Good. Cool. Sachi. Um, I guess 
I wouldn't say that being an optimist and being a realist are mutually exclusive, and I think I am both. And other ifs, but I'm not going to list all of them. Suspicious. Um, Alina? For all my Paramore fans out there, <laughs> there's a song called For a Pessimist, I'm Pretty Optimistic. I think I'm the, opt I'm, I think I'm the opposite, where for an optimist, I'm pretty pessimistic. I just, I think oh. in the long term, I do believe that there is very much hope in the world and for in like all aspects of everything at least in my life um maybe not in the entire world but I, yeah I think sometimes I tend to focus on short-term things and feel pessimistic about them but I know in the long run it'll be okay um okay Marcy I'll be the first to admit that internalized racism is definitely a part of me. I think even against my own kind, it's just, it goes to show how strong that stuff is, but I work on it every single day. Um, and I am overwhelmingly a pessimist. Uh, I really wish I was an optimist. I've considered joining different um, religious groups in my lifetime before because of how much lack of faith and hope I have in this world. Okay. Wonderful and uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Mihika, uh, go ahead. I am, I think like, I would describe, I was thinking about this as everyone was talking, but probably I'm a pessimistic idealist. I'm very driven by my values and what I think the world is capable of being. I think without that, like, I would have literally nothing to like live for um but that being said like I'm super cynical like I feel like I um just read and see a lot of things happening and they're mostly horrible definitely not the type of person like pretty much everyone at my workplace we're being honest who's like oh like all I need to see is a dog and then there's like a smile on my face like I need a little bit more um which can suck at times but um I think also keeps me, keeps yeah. me woke. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah. All right. Um, and as for me, I think on like the macro scale, like looking at things like climate change and thermonuclear war and all that type of stuff, I'd say I'm pretty pessimistic. But in day-to-day -day things, I'm usually pretty optimistic. Um, okay, so next question is, in what moments do you find yourself happiest? Describe one if you could. Um, Chad, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so you know, like when you're like so tired, right? And those like, like right, like when you're those five minutes before you fall asleep, like that shit. Slap. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Valid. Valid. That's true. Uh, Getting into bed. Nothing, no nothing would make you happier than going to bed right then. That's a, that's a good one. That's a great one. Um, all right, Taylor. Going off of Chad, well, I guess this is just off of Chad's point. I remember one time we were talking about how, like, just going going home, maybe after going out or something, and, like, just falling straight on the couch and not, like, taking off any clothes or any shoes and just knocking out the best feeling in the world. Um, but I don't know if that's moments where I'm most happy. But that is, that I think is a happy moment. That's that's a good one. Um, who's next? Oh, Alina, go ahead. I would say it's like for me, it's when I'm having good good food with friends, and you're just like sitting talking about the random things that come to your head. And maybe like those moments when you're like laughing so hard that you like literally can't breathe and then you just keep laughing more and more at the same thing. Those are just like, the most pure moments in the world, I think. And Marcy? Totally. Uh, conversation and humor. I think like humor is the reason I get out of bed a lot of day. I hope that doesn't sound dark, but I think humor is really important in my life. And I try to like both create it and be around people who are really serious about keeping that up. Um, oh, thanks, Marcy. I know. It's a shout out to y'all. Uh, also music and creation. If I'm dancing, if I'm performing live, performing shows around Los Angeles, or even just making music on my own, it's such a, a like moment of ecstasy. And I feel very 
almost like high sometimes when I'm at concerts. I'm just dancing really hard at listening to great music or making great music, but humor is another one too. And Mexica? For me, it's definitely those like moments, um, maybe it's just me, but like when you're with a group of people whose company you appreciate, um, feeling loved and you kind of like zoom out in your head and you're like, wow, like this is a great moment that I wanna remember for a very long time. Um, even if it's just like two other people, even if it's like over Zoom, um, I feel like it it happens usually when people are laughing together or um, I don't know, just like enjoying something in silence together. Um, and then that's definitely the happiest, but I feel like the term euphoria, like I've only felt that, like truly like I'm high off of the happiness neurotransmitters, like is when I'm at a concert. All right, and for me, I think it's probably when I get to do field work, like archeological field work out in the field is when I'm having the most fun. Um, all right, now we can move on to the next one, which is things that embarrass you a lot. Uh, Chad, as always, you are blazing the trail. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't plan an answer, but it's pro probably. Oh, I got one. Uh, second, and it sounds like a cop out, but like secondhand embarrassment because you're fully aware like the whole time, you know? And then it's just like, uh, I don't know, because I, I you can't explain it. Um, it must be tough for you to be my friend, huh? <laughs> is that is that how you felt when I did the um, Obama impression? Because uh, you know, just a little bit, a little, a little. We'll get past it. Um, yeah. Maybe when the podcast airs, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, calling your teacher mom—that sucks a lot. Oh. <laughs> what? Calling God. your teacher mom. Yeah. And when's the last time you did that? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have an answer, but now that reminds me of the time I walked into Ulta, I think, and the worker said, welcome, and I just looked him straight in the eye, and I, like, nodded, and I was like, welcome. That's horrible. That's terrifying. All right. Um, I think for me, this is something that I suffer from a lot, but you guys have all probably had it, which is like when you're in a group of people and you say something that causes all the attention of the group to be on you, but you just kind of run out of steam. Like if I'm like, oh, and then everyone looks at me and then I say like, and then I just kind of stumble my way through a sentence and then everyone has that disappointed look on their face. I'd say that's mine. It's pretty horrible. Um, okay, so we can move on to the next one, which is um, tell a story you have about another person in this group that you wish you could relive or tell a story that you wish never happened between the two of you ever again. Um, Chad, go ahead. And I'll try to make it quick. Um, so Taylor, who like at the time in freshman year, um, like, I don't know why, but like, I pictured him as this, like, our good Christian friend, like, <laughs> um, I don't know how to, how to eat the vibe. Um, man steals a whole bag of bagels. Oh I don't know god. how to oh my god. tell this story. I, I, oh my god. Do, can, can someone take this from me? I, I don't remember the story fully. Bro, we were just like all vibing and he just ran up, grabbed the bagels and then ran back out. And we all just like, what? Just bolted. Yeah, I would want to relive that one. I think it's my most awesome moment of freshman year. I never felt cooler, honestly. You were like the hero of the floor. Everyone yeah. was like, for weeks, people were talking about, oh my God, did you hear about Taylor stealing the bagels? Yeah. What? <laughs> How many of those bagels like got thrown away? <laughs> All of them. It was really tragic. <laughs> no. We did nothing with oh, them. Bad. Oh, really bad. Well, all but three that we ate that night. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Joe, go ahead. So this is like oddly specific, I think, but 
this was when we were grinding doing work. I think it was freshman year. We were in like a lab space for a club that Chad and I were in at the time. And yeah, yeah. And it was with me, Chad, Sachi, and one of our other friends. And we had like the rolling office chairs and we put, we like zip tied cardboard like shields to one arm and had like really long, like, I guess it was probably like 3D printer paper rolls. And we just like, two of us got on chairs, like done like that. And the other two pushed us from behind and we were jousting. It was fantastic. (laughs) That Uh or sliding down campus in the rain. Just like when the camp, the ground is like slick and you just take a running start and just go whoosh, and just like whoosh. Like on your feet or your butt? No, on my feet. Okay. That's okay. I, slide <laughs> I was just lot. making sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Taylor. Um, I would want to relive the afternoon we spent in San Francisco and it was really popping and um, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. <laughs> was, you you kind of stole mine, so congrats. Oh. Um, all right, uh, Sachi. Um, I guess I don't know if I'd want to relive it, but now I'm like enjoying reliving the memory of it. Um, freshman year, um, I was like studying in the morning, and Chad walked by, and I didn't even look up, and I just saw him out of the corner of my eye, and he went into the shower, and I like iced him in his shower caddy, and he like had no idea. <laughs> I had a final that day. <laughs> it was um, like 9 a.m. You're like, I'm drunk. Yeah. That was, that was and it was, it was like a sour apple ice. It wasn't even a good one. Cruel <laughs> <laughs> Sachi. That was some of my stealthier work. I was proud of it. <laughs> All right. Um, Alina. Well, I'm going to tell a story of a moment I don't want relived. <laughs> Taylor loves to remind me about... I think he, he, I don't know if he knows which one I'm talking about, but apparently this was like the first or second week of school and like us, me and like one of our other friends decided like we were, or like a bunch of people were going to the pool and him and our other friend were like all walking to the pool. And I like think I blocked this from my memory until he reminded me of it like a year later. But I guess, yeah, we were walking up the stairs and I just like straight up just like farted really loud. <laughs> so I don't fart as much as you guys probably think I do. Whoa, so this ties back into your earlier answer. Yeah, <laughs> this is a fart I'm not proud of. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I guess I'm, yeah, I, I'll brag about some of my farts, not this one in particular. This one I must have blocked from my memory because... He, like, reminded me of how I just, like, let one rip, like, a year later. And, yeah, I I guess everyone just carried on pretending I didn't. <laughs> but that was really funny. That horrible. My nightmare. I was like, we're going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Mihika. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, have one, I have also have one that I wish never happened <laughs> or would never happen, will never happen again. But it was when um, me and Alina and another one of our friends were visiting Sachi when she was studying abroad in Europe. Um, and it was like pouring rain and we were on bikes back to um, like Sachi's apartment. And we all kind of got separated from one another. And I was like, <laughs> and I was the only one with data in the country um, other than Sachi who again I had no idea where she was um and Alina like calls me from subway wi-fi subway was closed because it was like well past midnight and it was just this like saga of like trying to direct her she's really bad direction sorry Alina um as well as like trying to shield myself from the rain and like there were other difficulties I won't mention (laughs) but it was just a mess of a night and it was like so incredibly scary and tiring, but it was a very great bonding moment. But I still would never want it to happen again. And we're all alive, so I think that's what matters. We didn't even get into the club we were trying to get into. No, we didn't. <laughs> the story is really sad. I just gave I just gave the listeners a taste. Yeah, but you're all alive. So um okay. And mine is another one that I would not want to relive, um, which is with Marcy. Um, we were in a movie theater. We were watching this very like disturbing movie called Midsommar. Um, <laughs> some of you guys are nodding, you've seen it. 
it was really freaky and scary. And there's this scene where they trip on mushrooms, but it's, you know, it's a horror movie. So it's in like a horror context. And like when they pop the mushrooms and they, you know, everything starts to go downhill, the fattest like 7.5 earthquake hit the theater. Um, right when the right when the mushroom trip scene happened so the theater was like wobbling in unison with the with the screen wobbling with the horror movie and everything and i was so scared and i thought i would die but just like mihika's story i'm still alive um <laughs> that's actually so freaky it was that's so terrifying freaky. did you guys that is oh wow yeah we, we we left the theater which i don't know if that's the right thing to do but and then we came back and finished the movie um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Other so, people in the theater? Wait, what? Were other people in the theater? Yeah, it was. It was not. It wasn't a packed theater, but there were, you know, thirty other people in there or something. So everyone was yelling. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Um, all right. So I think this is our last one. Um, what do you think you know more about than the vast, vast, vast majority of Americans? Um, try to answer in one word or phrase. Uh, Chad, go ahead. Um, uh, oh, uh, all right. Um, I go quantum computing. You're you're probably right about that. I actually know what that is, and I am proud. Probably all right. Also love the best. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. Scientology lore. <laughs> Uh, is lore the right word for that? Yes. Doesn't matter. That's hilarious. Um, Taylor. Uh, the Harry Potter books. That's All right. A, no that's more than my claim. That, yeah. is a, that is a bold <laughs> claim. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's not just the average. It's the vast, vast, vast yeah. with three vasts. I'll, I'll stand by it, yeah. Wow. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe my seventh down. grade self knew more than the vast, vast majority. At one point in my life, I, I knew vast, yeah. All right, um, Sachi. Unstick cookware. <laughs> it's solid. I believe you. Um, all right, Alina. For some reason, I've seen like a weird amount of like B movie horror flicks, so I think what? I know like a lot about that. Like, wait, what do you mean? Not B, not B, 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 but like. Oh, oh, the letter B. Oh! Uh, oh. I meant like the Jerry Seinfeld B movie. Like, I mean, that is intriguing, and I would watch that movie. The That's what I thought, too. I was like, I don't even know that existed. Yeah, all those, like, really gory, like, who made this, what is wrong with them, human centipede movies, for some reason. I've seen oh, you must love Saw. Yeah, I've seen Saw's one through six. I have not seen <laughs> <laughs> is there an eighth one? Eighth one? I've seen six. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Um, all right, Marcy. 80s music, for sure. Um, pop diva queen of 80s music and like health and wellness and improvement. Um, like watched all the what CEOs morning routines are and I've, like done an embarrassing amount of data and research to know like what makes people live the longest. Uh, hence my pescatarian diet and my uh, cardio <laughs> training. Nice. So you're trying to live the longest of all of us. I would. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mihika. Um, so it's actually a toss up. Um, I know I was just supposed to say one thing, but it's a toss up between the uh, boy group BTS and uh, microbiology. Yeah. <laughs> Those are very related topics. topics. <laughs> yeah. Very different topics, but I actually don't know because, yeah. You can host a TED Talk on the intersections of BTS and microbiology. I mean, with the pandemic at this point, I probably could. All right. I, I guess we have one more question that just came in spur of the moment. Um, we'll try to get through it quickly, which is what outfit makes you feel most confident or what's your favorite outfit on yourself? Describe it. Oh, Chad, go ahead. But I'll show you guys. Um, it sounds dumb because it's like opposite of what you'd expect. But like, if you go out in sweatpants or pajamas and shit, everyone knows you don't give a fuck. Um, so you can be as confident as you want doing anything. Um, so that's, that's my take. Not wrong. Um, Joe. 
It's probably some clothes I bought recently because for the first time in my life, I stopped dressing like every day like I'm Bill Belichick, but with no money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, I wear some like khakis with like this blue sweater and then this like bomber style jacket. Oh, Joe. Sounds very, very cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, and Taylor. Uh, recently, I bought these really nice headphones and they're really nice and i really like them and i've been going outside with them on sorry i don't mean to brag but i'm just saying i love them a lot and i wear my head over them and like i can't your head his hood a hood a hood and i can't hear a thing but i feel so awesome um all right sachi um uh, i feel like outfits are so situational so what I feel like the most confident in at the grocery store and what I feel like the most confident in at a dance party are like very different. Recently, I've been wearing like my great grandpa's old like Pendleton coat and it's been very warm and comfy and it's make me, it's make me happy. <laughs> it's make you happy. <laughs> um, all right, Alina. I feel like Mahika's gonna get a lot of satisfaction from this one because she gave this to me. But I have this like Depop sweater from Mahika. It's like a really like campy Bubba Gump's, like the restaurant. (laughs) And she she just knows how much I love one shrimp and two (laughs) Mini Fourth Gump and three the person Tom Hanks. (laughs) Despite how much she's come for Tom Hanks for no particular reason, and I don't know, I just I just love the sweater. I feel like it represents my identity. I also recently purchased some Doc Martens, and I feel like a bad bitch when I wear them. So I like putting those on. With both the sweater and the Docs, I'm unstoppable. All right, uh, Marcy. Anytime I have a height added to me, I feel like females, there's a lot of pressure to be model height, and I am not. So anytime I have like a little, even a half inch, I'm just like, I can take over this world. And um, like silhouettes from the 50s, 60s, um, and even 40s, sometimes because they hyper elevate sometimes the feminine form. And I feel like I don't like feeling feminine unless I'm trying to be really confident. Um, and Mahika. Um, I really like sneakers. Um, I don't have the, what is it called? The, the money. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it's called. The money to, uh, truly, like, be a, one of those sneaker heads or, like, a sneaker connoisseur. So, I just, um, try to buy, like, sneakers and then shoes in general that are, have personality and color and or badassery. So, yeah, a lot of it goes into the shoes, and then I just, yeah, anything that, anything that, that imitates, like, an actual, like, era, I really like, so, like, I like 90s, or, um, if I can wear, like, all neutral colors, but look really goth, I dig that, too, just, like, anything that mimics an existing style, I like when I can successfully pull that off, because sometimes I can't, because of, you know, money. All right, so I think that concludes all of our questions. We can finally go into this week's Based or Not. None of you know who it is except for me, and that person is LeBron James. Oh my or gosh. No. LeBron Obviously based. LeBron James, James based or not. Yeah, there's a discussion. Who says not based? Does anyone not here based. say not based? See, there's already some, di- yeah, it's Mahika, funny. why? He's too lucid. What Clear? Do you mean? Yeah, he's just like, he's plugged in, man. He's like doing the right things. He's hitting those shots. He's not. Did, he's not did you hear political things on Chinese government and basketball? <laughs> it's very not well, lucid. Then, then why are you saying he's based? Because he did that thing where he like decided to not chime in when the Hong Kong protests were going on, remember? 
Oh, that I don't. Hey, Jack, Jack, consider though. Taco Tuesday! What? All right, you know what? You changed my mind. Yeah, he's based. <laughs> Actually, honestly, after that one comment from Joe, I too am switching my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot wow. about had something. Like, relative to other NBA players, like, we're in, like, Clay Thompson is fucking based. Like, LeBron James is, like, too serious. Th- that's valid. Like, that Dennis is Rodman is so based, and LeBron is not <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. <laughs> I too was thinking I about, fucking like, hate I Dennis was- Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone does. Hey man, he was the ambassador to North Korea. He's it's, like hanging out, playing Korea ball with his pal Kim Jong. Like, don't worry about it. His oh. pal's actually so, Jong Un. The Kim uh, is the last name. You so. are right. That's, there's that Korean knowledge. All right, so I guess <laughs> that I do vote. not have. How about we all raise our hands if we think he's based? So raise your hand if you think so. We have two. Three. <laughs> Come on. You know, you know what? No. Four. Dad, five. What was that? I'm a warrior fan. But I don't know, know what base means. Oh my god. Guys, this is. I still don't understand. This is the. I've audience. This is the fifth recorded episode. And between all this time, y'all had time to urban dictionary. Y'all had time to ask your parents their interpretation of base. All right, so I guess, I guess we conclude that he is. That's five out of eight. <laughs> LeBron James is officially based. And I think that concludes this week's episode. So remember to tune in next week and send in those voice recordings through Spotify. And thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Let's all just keep saying bye. 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 Show.